Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In this video, I'll be answering the question, how do you beat an ESTJ at their own game? But before I can get into it, I need you to subscribe to this channel and also hit the little notification bell so you can get notifications every time we post a video or we go live. That being said, welcome to CS Joseph Responds. I'm your host, Chase, here to answer any of your questions on Jungian analytical psychology, the four sides of the mind, also known as four sides dynamics. And uh, today's question is, how do you beat an ESTJ at their own game? And as usual, the source of today's question is Cora. So let's get into it, shall we? How do you beat an ESTJ at their own game? Don Hodges, uh, who is a uh, Master's of Organizational Leadership at Point Loma Nazarene University in 2018, uh, she says, it really depends on what you mean by game. So excellent, this is, this is already a, a very good post, I could tell are questioning what uh, what the subjectivity of game means. ESTJ have extroverted sensing critic. Ooh, using CSJ community terminology, perhaps she is a uh, an ego hacker. That'd be awesome. So basically, you need to show them something. If you're dating one, just be certain to satisfy the senses. Ooh, she's real good. Be noticeable, but in a good way. They are old school, so wear dresses and skirts if the ESTJ is male. That's true. They are so old school, even to the point of being boring. Also, scent is important. Yep, she's absolutely correct. ESTJs are highly competitive at work. Again, you need to show them up with your work, product, and outcomes. They will notice you. Also, kick it over the top with your impressive social skills, which ESTJ can lack sometimes, oftentimes. More up to the boss above the ESTJ if you can, if you can or if there is one. Uh, I wouldn't recommend that, especially according to the first law of power, according to Robert Greene, and I quote, never outshine the master. ESTJs get particularly jealous if they are uh, outshined, and they will seek to um, secure your doom very quickly and teach you a lesson, teach you a lesson through uh, their ENFJ superego. They also have weak intuition skills, so don't be afraid to secretly work on a new process to improve uh, efficiency and save the organization money. Yeah, just be prepared for when the ESTJ takes credit uh, for it instead of allowing you to have credit, etc. ESTJs, especially in management, oftentimes go out of the way to take credit for people's work underneath them so that they get all the glory and the people underneath them do not and they don't get any recognition for it, etc. This happens all the time and it's part of the ESTJ uh, um, middle management mindset uh, where ESTJs, uh, the longer they've worked for an organization, they for some reason subconsciously believe that they have to do less work. 
uh, and they end up resting on their laurels. That's why when I have ESTJs you know, that work for me, uh, I hold them accountable on a daily basis to make sure that I'm getting every ounce of possible productivity from them or I just replace them with a fresher ESTJ to guarantee that I'm getting that high level of productivity from them. It just is what it is. I recently had contact with an ESTJ and as he was explaining things to me, uh, he uh, he's like, why do I have this reputation of being so replaceable? And it's like, well, it's kind of your own fault. You know, the reason why is, is because you're not really putting in as much of an effort as other people. And oftentimes ESTJs, when they look at other people with themselves at an organization, it can kind of get out of hand because it's like, well, you have more skill and more talent than me, but I've been here longer and that's more important. So I'm going to stifle you because you're, you know, outshining the master, etc. So anyway, uh, bring this out in a subtle manner and only when you have perfected things. Okay, that's, that's a kind of a fair statement. Basically study the INTJ and their functions, throw in a little INTP and you got that uh, ESTJ. That's pretty interesting advice. Uh, Don Hodges, uh, shout out to you for an excellent uh, answer. Um, and uh, the person who asked the question, Vincent Passano, uh, also thanked her. Russell Booth, an electrician from 1998 to present, says, If you are a kind-hearted and humble person, one of them will never be able to use you. Interesting how he's talking about ESTJs using him. It's kind of like he knows that ESTJs are philosopher types who are notorious for sacrificing their fellow human beings for their own personal gain or their own agenda, especially in the workplace, especially in middle management. Um, they tend to use someone who isn't a very good person, so they fall in their trap. Not necessarily. It's more of they tend to use people who don't uh, agree with them or side with their interpretation of the affiliative. The affiliative is their collective persona where they see themselves as these people who do the right thing and people who don't do the right thing like they do are severely judged and punished for it. Um, other things include a healthy, a healthy lifestyle because a person who is a glutton who pigs out on junk food, smokes, and drinks excessively tends to get used by them as they're usually particularly a mean person. If you're not like that, an ESTJ will lose interest in you, meaning you've won. I don't really, I, honestly, don't pay much attention to this response. I don't think this is accurate at all. And then uh, Brian Rosander, I play some competitive board games casually. Okay. If you're trying to win an argument, then talk enough to get us going and then let us run our mouths off. <laughs> Just keep leading us on, agreeing with us as much as possible, and eventually we'll say something terrible or awkward and be extremely vulnerable to being made fun of at, uh, or, or your, at your own argument. Hopefully, we will be a hasty retreat. That's actually very good advice. Um, this is something that uh, STPs do to ESTJs consistently. They utilize the Socratic method to get uh, ESTJs to talk about to talk about themselves. It's also following the Dale Carnegie method in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And by the way, if you haven't read that book, you're, you are ignorant. You are ignorant and you need to read that book immediately so that you become less ignorant. And then potentially CSJ here wouldn't actually, you know, me, uh, because like for some reason I randomly decided to refer to myself in the third person, but whatever. I will get to a point where like I am displeased with you so make sure that you read how to win friends and influence people and do society a favor please um, so based on that um, he, he's actually right you kind of get them to talk about them, themselves to share their beliefs and then you either privately slam them for it or in front of other people you slam them for it which is a form of public shaming which is definitely how you do it uh, but other than that I would like to talk about one particular technique that STPs use on ESTJs on a consistent basis using an example directly from my other YouTube channel. 
And uh, so um, a woman commented uh, on my uh, on my comments uh, on a particular video, the INFJ, the most recent INFJ video that I released, and that is the season twenty two episode for INFJs, and it's called INFJ Personality Explained, etc. Well, I went into that video and she's like, you can't, uh, you know, you shouldn't be telling people that they're worthless. And my response to that is, well, you shouldn't be telling people that they are valuable then. Don't you see that it's, it's, it's like, you know, you get all upset for people saying negative things, but then you think it should be okay for everybody to say only positive things, which increases the ignorance in the world. And the greatest disease that plagues our, our race is ignorance. It's the reason why we're so miserable and so stressed out all the time. So at this point, you know, oftentimes people just really, you know, they end up lending themselves and outsourcing their thinking to other people. And ESTJs, is, it's, it's one example. But the, the strategy I employed there is known as the mirror and using mirroring. And it's like, okay, ESTJs, you make the rules. I'm just going to do what you did because you're obviously unaware of how much you're screwing everybody else around you, so I'm gonna screw you over in the exact same way that you're screwing everyone else over, and that's to mirror you and mirror your behavior. It immediately shuts them down, and it forces them to take personal responsibility for their actions, and in some cases, publicly. And usually, mirroring them in public, in front of people, especially people they respect, or people that they have no choice to respect, like their superiors, is especially effective because mirroring them exposes them to other people in a very healthy way, such that they are forced to take full responsibility for their actions publicly in front of other people so that everyone around them holds them accountable. It's interesting because the ESTJ type is known as the judicator, and the judicator is responsible for uh, accountability and the accountability of everyone around them. That's why they're really good project managers and keeping tasks going because they're all about holding everyone else accountable. But they often avoid being held accountable themselves. Uh, sometimes to the point of being those people where they want to, to look productive instead of actually being productive. So again, any opportunity you have to mirror them in private, definitely do that. But you wanna make sure that you mirror their behavior, give them a taste of their own medicine in a public manner that way multiple people see them as you're exposing them with your mirror, essentially. And then after they are exposed, they will change their behavior. And then you won't have that depraved ESTJ who's resting on their laurels in the workplace, etc. It's really annoying, right? It's not just the workplace, though. It's like literally everywhere. Even at church. It happens all the time at church because church is very affiliative and ESTJs go to church because it's very traditional. And it's like really annoying. So... Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's the number one way to be an ESTJ at uh, their own game, etc. So if you like a chance at your question being answered on this channel, please post it on Quora uh, and tag me or leave it as a comment below. If you want a guaranteed answer for your question, become a silver member at csjoseph.life forward slash members and post your question as a comment on our silver membership page uh, for the next live stream uh, where I am answering all your questions uh, that have been gathered up for the month basically during that live stream. So anyway, folks, with that being said, I'll see you guys tonight.